this wild card weekend NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is your home for college and NFL playoffs. Use the promo code SGP and get up to one thousand dollars in free bets. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to propswap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use that promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. That's propswap.com promo code SGP. Last but not least, we're brought to you by me, Sean Green. I'm headlining stand-up comedy shows in San Diego this Friday and Saturday night. Go to SeanTGreen.com for details. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast, exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. Ooh, welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Crane Dog? Wow. The dogs are loose. The Eagles preparing to enter another playoff journey with their backs against the wall. And no one, absolutely no one, believing in the Eagles, the public pounding the Seattle Seahawks as a road favorite. Oh, you're getting a little choked up over there. I like that. Getting emotional. Well, well, as you see, Sean, it is a new year, it is 2020. I know what's good for business. I got my green on over here. <laughs> you bleed green, Ryan. I bleed green, not for the Philadelphia Eagles, Sean. But I was telling you, holiday season, <laughs> I've been dabbling in some meat. So my green is to my new hashtag coleslaw. My new lifestyle. I'm I'm cutting the meat back out. I feel like shit, Sean. I ate some meat. Really? I ate some meat. Uh and not to derail from your Philadelphia Eagles, but I do want to make this about me for a second. I ate a little bit of meat this holiday season. I got to be honest. How do you feel? I'm feeling very inflamed. Really? Very, very bloated. I'm what feeling is, like I'm is, not a hungry dog who could run faster <laughs> right now. What is inflammation? I, I don't understand this well, idea that you eat. So what you have a T-bone steak and you feel uh, like shit. I feel amazing. As, I feel on top of the world. You need gristle <laughs> like any, like a, like a great eight cylinder engine. I need some oil in there. All right. And the gristle that is the oil that gets the oh, pistons firing to these guns. Sean, self-proclaimed all red in. meat, <laughs> lifting weights, cashing prop bets, getting rock hard erections from healthymail.com. It is a new year. It's so funny. Before the show, I turned us all up a little bit because I was like, ah, and now now we're both juiced up. I'm juiced up on plants. You're yep. juiced up on meat and the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, shout out to uh, Twitter user abcrouch93 Ryan. Okay. Quote: You have taken dick pill ad reads to an art form. Well, I, I think that's a compliment, right? Oh, I there's no other way to take it but a compliment, and uh, you know, so hopefully abcrunch93 is using that healthymail.com promo code SGP gets forty nine uh, pills for twenty dollars. That seems like a great deal. Well, and real, and before you, we get to actual football, Sean, it, yeah. because it is a new year. It is. I also thought I would look back and kind of grab some things that we, the sports gambling podcast can improve on because as it turns out, Sean, 
while most of our reviews are awesome, are positive. Yes. People who love the brand. You know what? Some are mean. Oh no. Some are assholes. Oh my goodness. I put it up on the big screen by accident, Sean. How did I do that? I don't know. All around low quality. Wow. One star. That was two. That was two years ago, Ryan. That's all right. That's all right. I want us to remember these things. So going forward, we don't make these kind of mistakes. So we maintain again. being hungry dogs. So that we give out that the entire time. I've been trying to give out bad picks occasionally just to throw people off. You're saying good picks for 2020. Uh, no real insight. One star from Josh 13. Sure. Ryan picks them right, but he doesn't talk about facts or stats for the most part. I hate Durant. So pick LeBron. I'm annoyed that Tom Brady wins all the time. So pick the other team. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Keep politics out of it. Hashtag stick to sports. Wow. Right. Squares. These guys are complete amateurs and bet with their hearts. Listen to them. If you hate money. I don't know about you, Sean. That got me fired up. And this is the last one I'll leave you with because I know this will fire you up for our great 2020 season, starting off with a nice playoff run. Special effects sounds. I really tried to like this podcast. The special effects being played every time someone said a trigger word really annoyed me. Like a dog barking every time someone said underdog. Wow. First of all, handle, bitch. <laughs> and people love the sound effects. What well, are you hold on, about? hold on. We actually we brought on the New England Patriots film crew to help us uh, with these reviews. Yes. Well, Ryan, give them give him one more second. And uh, yeah, we brought him in. And, uh, I don't believe this right now. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so while they're looking into deleting these negative reviews of us, which are horribly fictitious and false. We will just give out stone cold locks for this playoff season. I gotta be honest. Sorry, right, I was triggered to play the lock sound effect. Not in a very, very long time. Not in, not since the 2011 Giants remind me so much of the 2007 Giants. Have I been more certain of a wild card weekend? Wow! Oh my god! Every single angle here immediately popped off the screen. Can't wait to get into it, Sean. Well, before we do that, Ryan, I think there are a couple things remaining from the 2019 season. <laughs> not, not of course, me going 11 4 one. Uh, Did the Giants hire Matt Rule yet? Breaking news: Matt Rule not going to the NFL. Ryan, stop it. Well, he's not going to be a coach of the New York Giants again. We hit on this last playoff that uh, gentleman is going to prevent him from getting a really good uh, head coach. Josh, Rule? Josh McDaniels, he's not going there. Who do you want? Matt Rule's off the table. Well, Matt Rule has a relationship with Gettleman. He worked with Gettleman in the past. Okay, but he likes Gettleman. He's called him a football guy. <laughs> well, so he take your fake news bullshit out of here, Sean. You think I didn't come prepared for the wild card weekend show? You didn't think I was gonna, you were going to spread this fake news about Matt Rule? Not. He's coming to the Giants. It's his dream job. I'm very happy about it. The Giants are in analytics. Dave Gettleman is now cancer free and focusing on the Giants. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Okay, so you think, you think Matt Rule? Okay, I, I'm, I'd be surprised. Maybe, maybe he. Uh, Maybe he does end up doing it. Mike McCarthy, he's a uh, he's a top candidate for the Giants. Any interest? No, no, that would be horrible. Now, really, the the the, the card that is yet to fall—that is this house of cards—that yeah. will somehow trigger Jason Garrett becoming the new head coach of the New York Giants. He's in his third meeting right now. He has not yet been fired. Sources close to me say they're trying to find a new job for him in the Cowboys no. organization. But why else would you have three meetings? It makes complete sense that they're trying. He's very good at uh, you know. I'm gonna get you fucking shine box. Shining some shoes, clapping. They're trying to find a spot for him, a soft landing well, for Jason Garrett. It's funny you brought this up. So I have this noted for the Seahawks Eagles breakdown later. But we'll just talk about it now. Perhaps he can become a male cheerleader because John, you know, the NFC <laughs> has gotten into the business of male cheerleaders with your yours truly, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, so Jason Garrett as an official clapper, standing on the sideline, maybe propping up some young some young ladies. Could be. No. I always love male cheerleaders. Their thing was like, oh, you gotta look up their skirts. Like, what a weird, Stop creepy it. angle. That's, that's what a, uh, even, if, even if you really did get to do that, would you really endure eight hours of prancing practice no. and clapping? You know what straight guys do to do that? Go to a strip club. <laughs> no, I don't need to wear a, uh, you know, like a knit sweater and some. <laughs> That's your business, but you look kind of goofy. I, I like. Uh, they also are going to be interviewing the, the Cowboys' the defensive backs coach, Chris Richard, which I like that. I like that interview, and I like the interview of uh, Don Wink Martindale, just because his name is Wink. All right, a couple other uh, big stories in 2019 to close out. Freddie Kitchens, mm. R.I.P. Freddie Kitchens. Uh, you know what? We, we we're sorry, we didn't see this one coming. Who couldn't have seen? <laughs> they loaded up so much talent, Ryan. They were gonna, they were stacking with Baker. He's got Odell. He's got Landry. And to your earlier point, Matt Rule, maybe he wants to stay in college. But the only team he flat out said no thanks to was the Cleveland Browns. Why yeah. would he do that? He has a franchise quarterback. He's loaded. That roster is loaded. Why are people scared of this position? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, poor Freddie Kitchens. Where does he go? Where does he go? Co- college coordinator? I think he could be like, someone's got to get the lemonade in that stadium. <laughs> yeah, Baker. Baker. <laughs> it's going to be weird when they have Baker. He's, we're going to see uh, the transition in Baker Mayfield where he goes from commercials where they're joking about him living at the Cleveland Browns yeah. Stadium to him being a hobo actually living at Cleveland Browns Stadium because he's not a guy who's going to hold on to his money. And you know, four years from now when he's washed out of the league, he's actually going to be living in the 
first energy bathroom. He's going to be the guy like stealing concessions. Yeah. This is where we have that, that bit where we, we redo the uh, changing places scene where I, I hand you a dollar <laughs> uh, and Baker Mayfield. Like, <laughs> Baker's like, just a bum. Some hobo bit my arm in the concession stand. Oh, that's no hobo. That was Baker Mayfield. I bet you $1. <laughs> All right, so R.I.P. Baker. Got to rub some salt. Uh, poor Cleveland. Good sports town. Unfortunate. Maybe they maybe they bring in a good coach. Last one we got to get to. James Winston. Again, we love the rest of the league celebrating all season from uh, excitement point of view. Red Zone Hall of Fame quarterback. Probably the most. I don't have official stats, but as far as Red Zone switches to uh, plays involving this guy, it has to be a leader because I can say this. We personally, I know that I personally have watched more outside of uh, Eagles and Giants and maybe Chargers. I've seen more Bucks minutes than any other game. Yeah, and that's by choice. Because it, again, must see TV. So congratulations, Jason James Winston. Must see five thousand thirty thirty club. Thirty thirty. It will never be done again. It will. I can confidently say this on the, the day January second of the year twenty twenty that no one ever again will have five thousand passing yards, thirty interceptions, and thirty touchdowns. Yeah, and uh, Bamber, right there. Uh, he has a first ballot. You know why we're never going to see it again because of the quotes coming from Bruce Arians. <laughs> I know. I forget what set it up, but he said, "Quote: If we can win with this quarterback, we can definitely win with another one." <laughs> he, he was asked, "Do you think you could replicate the success with another quarterback?" He's like, "Yeah, we won with this one. We can definitely do that with another I one." I mean, he did have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. You think? Some, talk about a stacked roster. I mean, yeah, and they hit the over, which we're all over. We had some out. We had some long shot stuff for them to uh, get to the playoffs and win the division. New Orleans just smoked them, but I mean, fifteen to one, I still don't regret it because there were a couple games from away from being a playoff team. I mean, if they hit that thirty-seven yard field goal uh, against the Giants, that's an easy win, and they certainly left. James like just only throws three pick sixes on the season. Well, instead of seven, and that really was the greatest way to end the season of all time. They go into overtime, and I had I had James in some drafting lineups uh, going, so I wanted overtime to wrap up some more points. But then part of me was just like, I hope he gets the thirty. I hope he throws that last one, yeah. and just it was a thing of beauty to just see that uh, that pick six go to the house. So, by the way, Sean, if you're watching on YouTube. YouTube.com slash sports. Uh, you know, as part of the hashtag Coleslaw Lifestyle, just drinking some uh, coconut water. Little, little mango flavoring. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Am I giving that? We got a classy NFL theme song. Get jacked up for the NFL playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, I'm talking about playoffs. Oh, man. What's sweeter than. It's awesome because it takes up an entire weekend. Normally, it's just Sunday where you're sitting down watching football. Now it's two primetime games Saturday, two primetime games Sunday, back to back of seven hours of football, and it's just amazing. And of course, the presenting sponsor of this podcast, the podcast network, the YouTube channel, social media. We got to taste of everything because they're helping keep the content train going. And that is our pals over at mybookie.ag. Everything you want to bet on, and obviously, you want to bet on everything you're listening to this podcast is available over at mybookie.ag. Personal favorite is the, uh, you know, the custom prop builder. That's always fun. Premier League, NHL, NBA, NCAA, college basketball, college football, and of course, the National Football League playoffs, all available. All you got to do, head to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP to play when you get paid up to $1,000. $1,000 and a sweet, sweet, sweet deposit bonus over at mybookie.ag. All right, Kevin, let's get to it. Sorry, off the lines. Let's start breaking these games down. All right, Sean. Well, Saturday, 1.35, kick here on the West Coast. Buffalo heads down to Houston, where Houston is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Minus 140 on the money line, plus 124. The Bills, 44 is the total. Sean, before we get started, yes, on the wild card round, we like to talk about this every year. Every year. And that is fading first-time starters. The National Football League is relevant here with Ryan. I'm sorry, not Ryan Tannehill. Josh Allen. We also have the K-Metric, which I don't believe a uh, super, uh, quarter, well, Colin Kaepernick wants to play games, so we'll see. But in, uh, since 2002, quarterbacks making their first career playoff start in the wild card round are 8.28 straight up, 22%. 3-11 against the spread as a favorite. And in this situation, 7 and 15 against the spread as a dog. That is 31.8%. And then I'm going to throw it out there. Unders are 27 and 15, 64%. This is all from at John Boyd Beats on Twitter. Definitely give him a follow. All right, Sean. Here's, so game one, as much as it, I know, I know you're coming out with a, well, the Bills are going to do this. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons. Right. This cannot be a coincidence. They find Chris Berman. He's living off the grid in a cave. Is he really? They, they pull him out of retirement. They give him a clean shave. They cut his hair. They get him back on television. Boom. TJ returning to ESPN Plus NFL. And in that same year, the Bills get their first 10-win season, and God knows how long. That is not a coincidence, Ryan. There's something out there, something out there that's bigger than the Houston Texans. That's bigger than Chris Berman. It is the Buffalo Bills mojo. We finally found the identity of the uh, Dallas Goes Down guy. He's a uh, <laughs> he's turned into a viral celebrity, the guy who yelled, Dallas Goes Down. And they, that video came out yep. on Thanksgiving. Dallas did go down. He yep. is predicting that Houston will go down, and uh, I'm, I'm riding the Bills. I don't care what you say about rookie quarterbacks or, or first time in the playoffs. I think that stat's a little overblown. I love the Bills on the road this year. 6-1-1 and one against the spread on the road. And their defense. Their defense has been really solid all season, but in particular on the road. And uh, I think they're going to be able to limit the Houston Texans. Also, Houston Texans struggle to put up points in the playoffs. I mentioned this on the fantasy football show, but the Houston Texans, five playoff games. Last five playoff games. They've only hit 20 points once. The past is the past. J.J. Watt going to play, Sean? Hey, come on. How effective can J.J. Watt be? Uh, I mean, football's all about hype and get up. And are, are we playing together? Are we feeling good today? Are we going all in? Right? Yep. 
I think having JJ Watt there is going to get this defense up because they've been pretty trash. Let's be honest, their points per drive, they're 24th. So I think that combined with the fact that when you look at this Buffalo team, Sean, they are one and four. Now, not only do they have the 30th hardest schedule, what's wrong, Sean? Uh, there's just a ton of feedback coming through. Hold on. Is it my fan? You hear it in the headphones? Let me make a mark. Yeah. You still hear it? Yep. Maybe it's your watch or it sounds like a phone interference. Yeah, now it's gone. Was it like a high pitch? Yeah, it's just it sounded like when someone has their phone near the cable. Sean, this Bills team, they played five playoff teams this year. You know what the record is? Five and oh. One and four. Okay. You know what you know what the one is? No. You wouldn't guess it. They beat Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. All right. So and, what, and what about the Houston Texans? Three and three. All right. They had the sixth hardest schedule. So if you just analyze their book of work, yeah, Buffalo's covered more spreads, nine, six and one versus Houston seven eight one. Buffalo has not played the schedule and they've not performed against the top level teams. And that's what I like to look for because the narrative you're going to hear in, in lamestream media, it's quarter great president, Sean. Sorry, staying on politics. I'm going all in on Trump. Well, this Houston team, they play up and down their competition. They play up and down to their competition. Why? While I agree with that, yep. Uh, I like Deshaun Watson. I, like, I think he's a winner. I think that's a legit thing that you can label him with. And I don't think as a short favorite of two and a half points, he's going to take the two and a half. Don't lay the two well, and a half. And I have some bills. I have some reasons why you might want to take the bills. And that is since 2000, home favorites of two and a half or less are two and 14 against the spread. You can use that later for your boys as well. Uh, when they're home favorites of less than 2.5 or less, they're one and nine against the spread. Um, now, that being said, I'm looking more at the book of work this year. I'm looking more at this Bills team for what they are. And while I think they're a solid team, I think it's disrespectful that Deshaun Watson's only laying two and a half points here. I think JJ Watt gives them a little boost on defense. Mm-hmm. Not on the field, just from an emotional standpoint. And again, the Bills are they emotionally fragile. They need to like JJ Watt having him on the field, right? Even if he's not impacting the game, he's impacting the game. I think just being on the field. And I think again, when you look at the Bills against these playoff teams, the only one they've beaten is Marcus Mariota in the Tennessee side. So I'll leave it at that. We're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree here. But yeah, I think. And there's talk that uh, Will Fuller's gonna be back, but with the groin, Brian, you're a, you have a groin. You no. know they get tricky. So even if he's back, I don't know if he's gonna be 100 or it's really easy to re-aggravate a groin. I'm looking at the injuries on the quarterback situation. Jonathan Joseph and Bradley Roby, the Texans starting quarterbacks, both dealing with hamstring injuries. I think that's gonna be a huge factor. Not enough people are talking about that. I, and I think that's gonna be a big deal. Now Larry Tunsil, he's also banged up, and he's supposed to be their best guy in their offensive line. And if you can get pressure on Deshaun Watson, you can win the game. And I think that's what this Bills team is gonna do. I think they're gonna get a ton of easy catches over the middle with Cole Beasley. I think Josh Allen's gonna be running around a lot. And Josh Allen is a guy that's not afraid to run the ball to win a game. You saw that in prime time on the short week. Again, similar situation. 
They went in as an underdog to a team in Texas that was favored, that was playing on a short week, that was more talented, and they went in and they took care of business. How they do that? Josh Allen ran around a lot. I've seen, I've seen grit and determination out of Josh Allen twice now on fourth and one, where he's gotten stopped completely and then re-extends himself. And uh, I mean, when I saw in that Thanksgiving game, when I've seen late out of Josh Allen, you want to talk about gamers? This dude has the gamer gene. Now, yeah, did the Patriots have their number? Yes, but they went into Pittsburgh and won an ugly game against a very good defense, and I think they could be doing. I think they could do a similar thing against this Texans team. I think they're going to be able to slow down Houston. The last thing we haven't hit on the coaching advantage. I'm, I'm a big Sean McDermott guy and I like fading bill O'Brien in the playoffs. I just think he's a guy who hasn't figured it out. Those are fair points. I think, Yeah, I think those are fair points. I think the, but at the, at the same time, it does that out does coaching outweigh the quarterback matchup, which maybe I'm favoring Watson by more than you, but I, I just think that Watson's been there before he's learned. He's learned through loss there before. And while to your point, they haven't been the top performer. Uh, I'm going to take him over Mr. Josh Allen. Every time, every time at two and a half, I just don't think the Buffalo team should be getting this respect. Are we good? We're good, right? We want to throw out more. Are we picking totals? What, what, what yeah. are we I'll, take, I'll take Buffalo plus two and a half. I'll also take under 44. Again, this feels like a uh, you know 21 17 type game, 20 to 16. This is going to be a very ugly kind of people be complaining. The playoffs aren't interesting. They're not exciting. I can see a lot of that going on. I especially think it's an underplay because I think the way Houston, and we haven't touched on this, I think the Carlos Hyde matchup is one to look at. And if Houston does go all in on pounding the rock and getting him 20 carries, then the game is 100% going under. So uh, I'm going to take the favorite. I'm going to take the under. Now, I'll give you an additional play. Sure. Are we allowed to do that, John? Can we check with the, uh, the we'll check with the, uh, the SGPN rulebook and see if we're allowed to give out extra bets for the playoffs, right? I, I think Houston gets going quick. And okay. if you want to get by, I haven't seen a quarter. Have you seen a quarter bet yet, Sean? Over my book, I'll see if that's available. Yes. I, I haven't seen a quarter market pop. Oh, actually, here we go. Quarter market. Um, if you can find a uh, Houston first quarter, if not, take Houston minus one for the first half. And I even I think I like the under for the first half more than the entire game. So and what's the total for the first half? Twenty one. But for my additional play, I'm definitely going to give out a Houston first half minus one. Okay. I think they get it done. I think they come out quick. I think I think there's a path of this game being you know Buffalo plays good defense, stays in the game, and then Josh Allen makes a miraculous play to bring it close. Because as we've seen, Texans they uh, they know how to screw things up. Perhaps that's the. Yeah, I would be surprised of all these games. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I would be shocked if the uh, if the spread matters in this game. This mm. could be a twenty-one twenty game. This has the makings of a twenty-one twenty game, maybe two point, maybe uh, Houston going for two point when they shouldn't. That kind of thing. So just to be clear, uh, this is your backing uh, first time playoffs. Yeah. Josh Allen. I'm not. I'm not holding a lot of weight uh, to that. To that little stat. It's an interesting stat, but I, I'm. I don't know. Yeah, of course yeah. you're not. You want to pick Carson Wentz, but doesn't your messed up psychological logic here to have you taking all the other ones because Carson will be the one that bucks the trend? Isn't that what you should be playing here? Isn't that what you should be angling for here? The other thing I would certainly makes sense, but yeah. What do you mean certainly makes sense? It makes I, a lot I, see, of sense. I see your angle there, but uh, as far as extra bet player prop, I'm already all over. And then it's Cole Beasley over 60 receiving yards. Uh, oh, yeah, like minus 114. I was all in on him, uh, you know, for um for the fantasy show. But yeah, Beasley over 60 yards, minus 114. Love that. Uh, I think the quarterbacks not being able to, uh, I, and maybe Brown breaks a couple deep because I, I do think the hamstring injuries of in the quarterbacks are going to be a big deal. Uh, Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson are both the long shots to have the most passing yards mm. at plus 900, plus 1200. Any reason to take a stab here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, what's, well, here's the thing. Josh Allen, I don't even think he's had a 300 yard game in the NFL. I don't think you're going Josh Allen, although the Houston defense has shown. I think Watson is the angle you take here. Yeah. But for me, I approach this differently. I say most rushing yards, Carlos Hyde. And that would be the problem I'm going to throw out here. 7 1, Carlos Hyde is the most rushing yards this weekend. Now, what, do you see any Josh Allen rushing props? Because I definitely look. Um, I'm currently only looking in the, the uh, group of uh, kind of wild card round props. Okay. But no, I, I've not seen a Josh Allen rushing yards. I'm guessing that's what you're looking to approach here. Yeah, because I, I think there's, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's some value in Josh Allen over rushing yards. But his back is against the wall. He does seem to just say, fuck it, and hey, I'm going to run. So I really think there's a, uh, I think there's a decent chance he goes off. So uh, whatever that number is, I'm looking to play the over as well. I would imagine they'll set that somewhere in the what, high teens, low 20s, maybe higher. Yeah, and I'm, I'm all over it. All, right. all over that ride. Anything else we want to throw out for this game? I did find a, again, Carlos side angle. Carlos side to go over 74 yards. That's the number. Okay. Feels like. But you also like most rushing yards? I almost like the, I like the 7 1. Let's, let's take a stab. Right. Going along, taking the 7 1. Hey, what if you wanted to book Ryan 7 1? Well, you'd have to be your own sports book. How would you do that? Pretty simple. All you got to do is go to acerhead.com slash SGP. Ace, man. Make it super easy to help you start your own sports book. Never thought about starting your own sports book? Don't know where to get started. It's surprisingly easy. You sign up over at acerhead.com slash SGP. They get you a website. Uh, you know, it's got professional betting lines, they grade the lines. 
some of the sharpest lines in the industry, 24 seven customer support. You can either even get uh, live betting. It does great on mobile. Plus you sign up today over to aceforhead.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks free, six weeks. It's a lot of weeks free. You can pay in Bitcoin, make it super easy. Aceforhead.com slash SGP. Nice work, Sean. Thank you, Ryan. Next up, the 515. God damn. I, I will say, not that uh, I have a problem with extra football, but it, it does. You do have to be strategic, I feel like, about which games, which games you definitely want to watch. This to me falls in the bucket of games I kind of want to watch, but Saturday night, making it tough for me. NFL Tennessee heads the New England. Why? What are you doing? I, I got you know I got some a lot of ins, a lot of outs, and it it it, it it's gonna work itself out. I'm gonna catch the second half of this game. But Tennessee, they head down to New England where the Patriots are minus five. I guess they head up to New England. Yeah, Brady minus two thirty on the money line. Tennessee plus one ninety. Forty four is the total. Sean, I highlighted those numbers. In this case, uh, first time starter Ryan Tannehill is a dog. That's a thirty one point eight percent proposition. This is the one game. This is the game I'm gonna throw that one out because Tom Brady looks like a dead man. <laughs> Tom Brady looks like trash. John, I'm curious to see where you're going here. I believe this right here. And one hundred percent, this is the square sharp side of the week. I think. It's people talking getting, themselves into the Titans. Getting cute and taking the Titans, which is what I'm representing those people today. I'm hoping you have the other side. Tell me why I'm an idiot. Uh, I keep going back and forth because I like. I like you, can't, you can't take the Titans and the Bills. You realize they're both the same team. It's the feel good team. They're both not going to win. So you got to decide which one. Yeah. I keep going back and forth because I like the Titans. I also made a vow. Hashtag solemn, tighten up, baby. A solemn vow on this podcast not to ever pick against the Titans for the rest of the 2019 season. Uh, it's really tough, though, because I'm just looking down the barrel of these Pats. Not, what really seems to make sense to me is that the Pats win but don't cover. But am I, do I really want to back the Titans team on the road? Patriots are 42, 20, and 20 against the spread in December, January home game since 2000. Can I help you out? Sure. Marcus Mariota, no longer the starting quarterback. You know what kind of diet he has, Sean? A vegan diet. Oh, there you go. They switched Classic to the, soy the meat man, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. And are the Pats really going to lose to former coordinators back to back weeks? Seems like a bit of a stretch. But the matchups, the matchups really favor the Titans. I think Derrick Henry, who's going to slow down this man? Derrick Henry. I think he's going to have a big game. I think Ryan Tannehill is going to be good in drafting. I think he's going to run the ball. In the same way that Josh Allen yep. has scrambled for his life, I could see the same thing out of. Uh, Ryan Taylor, everyone's gonna say, well, Gilmore's gonna be on AJ Brown, he's gonna shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? Because they didn't shut down Devontae Parker. And that was that was a must win for this Pats team. It was so weird. I mean, and, and Devontae Parker was, I mean, he, he, what kind of receiver is he? Big, yeah. physical. And what, what jump balls? Specifically, he was beating him on back shoulder jump yeah. balls. And the question will become does, does Ryan Taylor have, have the confidence that Ryan Fitzpatrick has to throw those? I think so. I think I think both these former Miami quarterbacks, once they got out of the thumb of Adam Gase, they realized, oh my god, I'm a good quarterback. The Dolphins, this is a crazy stat that I saw on Twitter. The Dolphins have won more games from November 1st on than the New England Patriots. And everyone, the Patriots, they're going, <laughs> uh, the Empire's burning, things are falling to the ground. Uh, it's all over. The last time they didn't make uh, a bye was the 2019. And I, well, that was when they were still shell shocked from getting beat by the Giants the, the previous year. Um, yeah, look. I can believe this right here. They didn't, they didn't have the game footage on the Miami Dolphins. Do they have the game footage on the said Seven three with Ryan Tannehill. Who knows what this team could have been if he was the starter all year? They have. This is what you say about the, the Tennessee Titans. They have a formula. They have a pass rush. They play some defense. They can run the ball. They have a quarterback who's willing to take some shots. Ryan okay. Tannehill, in many ways, is a lot like a 2011 to 2007 version of Eli Manning. Kind of looks a little retarded. Can make some throws. And <laughs> for some reason, has a bunch of confidence. And uh, while everything about betting in the National Football League tells me that you should take the Patriots here because the Patriots are not losing a night game at home, Sean. This Patriots team, they played an easy schedule, Sean, and they still couldn't lock up that bye. They right. played an easy schedule, and they still went 9-7 and seven only against the spread. Yeah. Most importantly, you look at them down the stretch. Lose to the Dolphins. Win by a touchdown at home against the Bills. Bengals, okay. Lose to the Chiefs. Lose I almost, to the Texans. I almost, I almost want to take Tennessee. Beat the Cowboys by four? Beat the Eagles by This is not a team that has done anything spectacular in two months. Tom Brady looks horrible. The defense has regressed down the stretch. They are susceptible to a running attack. I don't know if Gilmore will be enough. Patriots take an early exit from the playoffs. Wow, right. Give me the money line. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously we're picking against the Patriots. Are you doing it too? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Tennessee plus five. Give me the over 44. But I think there's, uh, I'm not putting Tennessee, I'm not betting Tennessee money line. Ooh. And I'm not, and honestly, I think when we come to teasing this, I may tease New England. Mm. Now, and, and maybe I'm just hedging my bets. I think this is a field goal game. This to me is a 31-28 type game. Mm. I'm predicting, uh, yeah, there's, you can bet New England. I think there's a form of taking New England money line and Tennessee plus five. Derek, and just 
hoping for that juicy three, four, five point middle that I, I think is very real. As far as props, I like Ryan Tannehill to have over 250 passing yards. It's minus 114. See, I'm going a different angle. I like Derrick Henry to go north of 150. Oh, wow. Okay. Plus 375. All right. I mean, oh my God. yeah, I'm all over him in FFPC and, and DFS, but uh, I'll, I'll go Tannehill on that one. But also, um, so you're taking the over. Yeah, I'm going to really discuss the total. I think. Uh, how, how is New England going to Let's talk about this for a second. How is New England going to score points? Yeah, I, I think the. Edelman what is the path of them scoring? The Edelman matchup against Logan, I think, is one that really favors them. I think Edelman has a 8-9 catch game. So I'm looking at Julian Edelman to get 100-plus receiving yards. That's plus 135. I'm going to be on that. And I have him, uh, again, in, in DFS, FFPC, the whole nine. So Edelman over 100 yards, plus 135. I'm on that. Mark that one. Uh, yeah, I, the well, money is very split here. I think the way they... Surprisingly. Uh, I think the way they, the, the fact that they're not a bigger public dog is giving me some consolation on the Titans. 58%. The money is legit. Uh, the tickets are split 50-50. Uh, Tannehill and the, and the Titans are getting 52% of the dollars. Shockingly, both games. I didn't bring it up for Houston Buffalo. Also, a 50-50 split on the tickets. Buffalo nice. getting more than money. So I'm not packing any crazy sort of public dogs. I feel a little bit better about that. But yeah, Edelman over 100 receiving yards, Tannehill over 250 throwing yards, and uh, Tennessee in the over. What do you got, Ryan? Yeah, so, so I think both teams' path to success comes through the ground. So I think you have to look at the under. Okay. I think the wrench gets thrown in here. If Tom Brady gets his like, hip broken and he fumbles for a touchdown, or uh, the, New England, uh, the New England defense scores a touchdown, as they often do, uh, I would go under. I think I'm going to do a lot of unders. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I see that storyline of. New England defense playing really tough. Tennessee just kind of keeps grinding it out and, and stays in the game limits. New England's position. Derek Henry most rushing yards uh, plus one sixty. Sony Michelle plus seven hundred for receiving. Exactly the whole weekend. Mm, yeah, for the whole weekend. AJ Brown for most receiving yards eight to one. That one kind of stuck out. That stuck out to me. Edelman, you love Edelman. Yes. Most receiving yards twelve to one. Okay. If they are losing in this game, I uh, think it's more catches than receiving yards. I but agree. I still like over hundred at plus one thirty five. And then to your point, you like Ryan Tannehill to go over two hundred fifty yards. If you think he could be the most have the most passing yards, he, he's eight to one. Tom Brady six to one. How is Tom Brady ahead of anyone? Tom Brady is the uh, as for. Uh, According to the DraftKings, I think he's the lowest priced quarterback. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're asking me for, for a hot take this weekend, Tom Brady has the oh, least hot, passing hot, yards. Hot, 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 hot. If you can find that bet, that's the bet to take. I think it's Russell Wilson or, or maybe even Wentz. I, I, I'm all over that. Take, take your heart out of that. They're, gonna, they're both going to No, I, I said or Wentz because I think it's going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. We'll get to that in a moment. Ryan, you gave out like nine things. What are your actual props here? Oh, my God. You're making me have to recap? No, I was just having a conversation with you, Sean. Right, my, but I'm pro- clarifying. Derrick Henry, pl- over 150 yards, okay. plus 375. Okay. And whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I found. Do you, do you have an Edelman catch prop? Uh, I'm just seeing receiving yards. I haven't seen props yet. But I'm going to assume right. the Edelman catch prop will be somewhere in the five and a half to six and a half range. I play over up to six and a half. I don't know if I play over on seven. All right. That makes sense, Ryan. Oh, man. We almost didn't get to it, but an update on the free roll football contest. Week 17 in the books. Congrats to Vincent. DV46 went 12 and four. Hit us up for your weekly merch prize. If you didn't win, no big no big deal. You can just uh, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch. And there's no more weekly prizes. However, the dash for the cash is still on in the Bettsburg's pre-roll football contest. Right. You have a look at the leaderboard as it stands. Again, giving away $3,500, 62%. Uh, I think the first place, 30%. Second place, 10% to third place. And then uh, you know, some merch prizes for the rest of the leaderboard. And as Sean pointed out, we have what, 11? 11, 11, 11 more games to pick. So it's not over. But God, it really kind of seems like it's over. Put some distance between him and the rest of the competition, right? Pickmaster. Yes. Got six point, is, that, is that accurate? Six-point lead. Oh, my God. NFL Pickles after that. Uh, and then a bunch of names that are hard to pronounce. So, uh, pretty much, so Pickmaster has a nine point lead on third place. So, nice. I'm, I'm calling it. It's between Pickmasters and NFL Pickles. Congratulations. Well done. Uh, Coach Juggalo is third place for record keeping. All right. Let's go on to the next game, Craig. All right, Sean. Over to Sunday, where the Minnesota Vikings head to New Orleans to once again take on the Saints in the playoffs. 10 05 a.m. kick. Minus eight and a half for the Saints. Minus 430 on the money line. Vikings plus 350. 49 and a half is the total. Oh, boy. A lot of injuries for the Saints. A lot of injuries for the Saints. Little, I'm a little worried about this. is the one game that I'm most uh, torn about. Really? Yep. Give me all chalk <laughs> all day. Is that the angle? Yeah. Don't overthink this. Say Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? I mean, it's really easy to say Kirk Cousins doesn't show up in big games, but I'm going to say it one more time. Kirk Cousins <laughs> does not show up in big games. He doesn't. Stories. He doesn't. You're not 0-9 on Monday Night Football by accident. Yeah. Oh, it's a team game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get it. It's a team game. But uh, you should win one of those big games, Kirk Cousins. He doesn't. He doesn't win big games. Dalvin Cook is playing, but... 
I mean, that clavicle injury seemed pretty serious. Thielen is dealing with the tweaked hammy. Uh, really, what I'm worried about, if I'm a Minnesota fan, and that is our secondary. How are we going to cover Michael Thomas? Xavier Rhodes has been a sieve all season. <clears throat> I just don't see how they don't have a big game. And yeah, maybe they slow down the run game because that's kind of what New Orleans, or <clears throat> that's kind of what Minnesota does well. But I think Kamara is going to go off in the passing game. Mm. Sean once again, again getting choked up in the lead up to the Philadelphia Eagles preview. Uh, Alvin Kamara to get seventy five uh, plus receiving yards plus one seventy five. So I love that Ryan. Keep going while I get some water. The bottle of water right to your right. Yeah. So for me, listen. The, the reason why I'm concerned is this: the injury situation for the Saints. They've lost a lot of talent now. Oh, you, Eli Apple's not going to play, right? No. I mean, he's been surprising me. But I, I just. I don't think they're going to win the game, but the Saints are now laying a big enough number where the Vikings, the cover is getting intriguing. The Minnesota Miracle Ride. The revenge. Minnesota Miracle. It's a huge revenge game. It's a huge revenge spot for the Saints team. The Saints team is just dying to shove it down people's throats. They're super pissed. There should have been a pass interference call in that Seattle San Francisco game. That would have got them a first round bye. So they are just, you don't think they're super pissed about that? This team is just going to. Don't you like the angle of New Orleans quits the Super Bowl again? New Orleans <laughs> says, as a city, they will not. They will renounce the Super Bowl. Look, I'm with you. Oh, oh, I get why this number is so big here. I do worry about Outside of Kirk Cousins, Sean, give me like what is the reason? What is the reason this team rolls in blowout fashion? Because everyone, it seems a lot like to me when I'm listening to the, to the news, when I'm listening to the podcast, when I'm when I'm reading about these games. You know what I'm seeing? A lot of people writing off the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and, and Mike Zimmer was trying to say no one believes in us. No one believes. Yeah, in us. why should they? You're not winners. And the Saints' defense is strong, especially at home. They've, they're not the same defense. That, that's another area where I would point out the Saints' team. They are not the same team. They were at the beginning of the year on defense, but they held the Colts to seven points. Here's where I help the argument. They held the Cardinals to nine points. The only time they really let up uh, any points is under kind of like a divisional game. The only playoff, uh, only playoff team the Vikings have beaten this year was your Philadelphia Eagles at home. Meanwhile. The New Orleans Saints, their only loss to a playoff team this year was that shootout, shootout against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. So I kind of I like that angle. I've been using it a little bit this year. Minnesota, they haven't stepped up when they've had opportunities to step up. Meanwhile, New Orleans has Kirk Cousins is the is, is the linchpin here. I think he does enough to throw a pick six and, and make the spread matter. Give me the chalk. I'm with you. I, talk, I, 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 just think, I just think I just don't see how Minnesota can slow down New Orleans passing game. We've seen kind of up and down moments from Breeze, but what I saw to him that second half of the Titans game, where they just kind of force fed Michael Thomas, even though Tennessee has like a decent defense, and still were able to you know, basically do whatever they want. And I do think that the Vikings team is going to have trouble with Kamara uh, at the backfield catching. And that's why I threw him in the DFS lineup. I really like the prop Kamara receiving yards over 75 at plus 175. I think they're going to get creative. I mean, they, Taysom Hill is being involved. As much as I hate Taysom Hill, the guy has been a productive player in the Saints offense. He's very annoying, but they figured it out and they do seem to be rolling. So this Saints team at home, I'm just not the Vikings. Only lost by, seven, by more than seven points on the road this year came to the Chicago Bears week two. So. I'm sorry, week four. Yeah, I think the playoffs are kind of a different breed, and I just don't think they have. Uh, I just don't think they have the, the cojones, the onions, the mojo. We've seen this are Vikings team outside of uh, their dome. They're a different team. Are we worried a little bit about maybe Thielen will be back all the way? Maybe, but I, I, even if Minnesota is able to put up points, I just don't think they can keep pace with New Orleans. Right, so from a total perspective, is this, is this an overplay for you? Yes, I'm going over. Uh, uh, not a strong play again. Not crazy on any of these totals except uh, the Eagles game. I also like the over. This to me feels like the chalky, chalky side of the weekend. I think it's close to seventy percent on New Orleans laying the points here. <clears throat> definitely, definitely find a way to get New Orleans in the teaser. And maybe that's the angle. Maybe that's my because uh, I circled it as a potential. So if you, let's call this one of my props, I think you tease New Orleans in the over here. I think you tease. You get the over forty three and a half. You get New Orleans minus two and a half. You put that together. That, that's a single game tease. That I really like. Any other any other props you have out of your end? Well, I think just Kirk, Kirk Cousins throws an interception, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a price for that, but I mean, I'm sure it's well, it's got to be close to even money, right? I would say Kirk Cousins' throw an interception would be a favorite. I, again, we don't have a price on that, but I would be looking to play minus one fifty. I would also be looking to play just for for all the talk about this Vikings defense. To your point, they've they've not been great against good passing attacks. And while you're talking about Michael Thomas, I kind of like to if, if the if the Traquan Smith prop for catches is three or less, I might look to, if it's two and a half, I might look to pounce on that as well. Uh, last thing, I like Jared Cook. I think Jared Cook to score a touchdown anytime. Again, I, I don't. Ooh, okay. I don't have that price. Uh, that's something I'm. Oh wait, maybe I do have that price. Jared Cook, uh, anytime scorer of a touchdown is plus one fifty at this site. I will not name. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to say, Sean, you uh, you talked about Michael Thomas. He's plus seventy five to have the most receiving yards. I don't know if I like that so much. Uh, we didn't really discuss Drew Brees for FFPC. He's an interesting contrarian play because 
he's going to at least get that one dome game. But circling back to your, your buddy, Alvin Kamara, you think he has a big game? You think it's through the air or through the ground? I think it's through the uh, air receiving. Yeah. So that would be another one. Alvin Kamara, uh, I don't know what his receptions prop will be, but you know, look to play that over if it's anywhere under five, in my opinion. And uh, to, the, to your Kirk Cousins point, I got uh, Minnesota to throw the first INT at plus 110. Oh, my God. I love that. How, that's not a real prop. Yeah, it is. I'm seeing it on the internet, Ryan. Again, check out my bookie.ag. All right, any, uh, any other uh, thoughts before we move on? Kramer? No, no, I think, I think that's it. I think, I think we're pretty locked step on that game. Pretty locked step. Ooh, big fan of this website. Happy uh, they decided to join SGPN. Decided to advertise because I, I was already on it. I was already on PropSwap.com. But now you get the promo code SGP for a 100% bonus up to $100. And it's no sort of rollover requirements. I deposited $100. I used the promo code. I bought a $200 sports ticket. Like I said, I got the Eagles at essentially 50 to 1. Bought it from a guy who, you know, had it at 100 to 1. A lot of, uh, lot of interesting uh, tickets Smart man here. selling that. Smart man. Oh, smart, smarter man is me, Sean Green. Biden. What about the uh, Chiefs to win the NFC Championship? <laughs> the AFC Championship uh, I, or, or the NFL Championship? Those would be your two options. I do think, I do think, not to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. People are forgetting about the Chiefs. They are. <laughs> Chiefs are getting sneaky. Yeah, and you, you can go over, and, and right now you can get a number of tickets for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm seeing a 3 to 1 ticket. I'm seeing a, another 3 to 1 ticket. So, yeah, what's awesome about PropSwap is you can get, the whole thing that's cool about it is since you're buying people's hedges, you're getting better prices, right? Because the thing is, hey, if you buy it at 100 to 1, and all of a sudden it's 50 to 1, but you're scared of the 50 to 1, you can sell it for 100% profit. If I'm looking to bet, uh, no, I'm not betting at 51. You can't get it at 51. So you're creating opportunities in the marketplace, right? This past week, Sean. LSU uh, football championship ticket, the collective amount of 12,400 was purchased on PropSwap for 6,400. So basically, they got LSU to win the championship at plus 170. The seller, maybe, he, I don't know what he originally bought it at, but you know, it was probably a lot lower. So he got a profit, but then the person buying it, uh, you know, 170. We're going to find that anywhere else. Sean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm seeing a 2020 NFL championship. I assume that means, oh, that's this year. Yes. Yeah, so we should get this for Justin Decker, a dollar for a Chargers ticket. Oh, yeah. 16,000 Again, get involved. Go to PropSwap.com. Use our promo code SGP. 100% match on your first deposit. Just use our promo code SGP. Match up to $100. Boy, we're prohibited. PropSwap.com. SGP. Last game, Ryan. Let's do it. Let's do it, John. Sunday afternoon in the primetime spot. 440 local time in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The sun will be setting at Lincoln Financial Field with record-level intoxication levels for the patrons. Eagles, a two-and-a-half-point home dog. Do we got to break out the dog mask, right? Do these people learn nothing about the spirit of Philadelphia, the same city that threw out the British a mere 200-and-something years ago? You think we're scared of some Seahawks? Yeah. Some guys coming from Amazon? Oh, hey, we're here to get a startup going and drink some cold brew. Get the fuck out of my city! Yeah, I don't live there anymore, but I have the heart of Philadelphia. And so will many other people in the audience and in the stadium, in the crowd. Oh, oh you make fun of us throwing batteries. What more connects the city than throwing batteries? Here, take the batteries for your Amazon bullshit. You fucking go hang out by the sound and look at the uh, Space Needle. Yeah. See the needles, a lot of junkies up in Seattle doing their heroin. Yeah. You killed Kurt Cobain, Seattle. Losers. Yeah, go throw some fish, right? Go throw some fish. We're going to be throwing up tubs. We're going to be like James Winston, eating some tubs, break out the crab legs for the feast of Philadelphia's upon us. Wild card weekend. Plus 115 on the money line, minus 135 for the Seahawks. 46 is the total. Sean. I'm doing it. I was going to be on Philadelphia. I was going to be on that trend, but then I noticed Carson Wentz making his first start. And then oh. I noticed you said, we're going to eat a dub like Jameis, and that is not winning the football game. Uh, listen, there's few men that I like backing more in the playoffs than Danger Russ. And I, I, I think there's a number of reasons why it's very easy for you to fall into the same trap I've fallen too many times and say, wow, this team reminds me a lot of that other team. Or wow, we're dogs again. No respect. I think the difference is this team is just, the glue. There's, there's not much glue left holding this team together. And while last time they went on the run, it was just Carson Wentz that was missing. I think a lot of the other pieces were there. I think the defense was much more functional. And while the defense has been stepping up as the season has come to an end, I do worry about this offense. And I think if this, if this turns into a little bit of a shootout, which we both have said instinctually, that number seems high. No, I said the exact opposite the entire time. No, you, li- you said the number's high. You like oh, the under. the number's high. Okay, yeah. And, and I, I, at first glance, I agree. But when you look deeper at this game, both Seattle is the, Seattle's offense is the one elite unit on the field. And I think Seattle's going to get theirs through the air. I think Philadelphia is going to get theirs through the ground. I think there will be some points in this game. I think the total will go over 46. So you're 0 for 2 on this, huh? 
but I like, I like Russ. I liked Andrew Russ. I think the Seahawks just have a little bit too much. Pete Carroll greater than Doug P. Carson Wentz less than Russell Wilson. How can you say that? Doug Peterson four and one in the playoffs. Doug Peterson owns December. He's twelve. He's been like twelve and two in games after December, meaningful games. At, you know, in December, I don't know, whatever, fourteen and three. However, you want to slice it up. This guy rallies the team when they have their backs against the wall. Yeah, they lost uh, in New Orleans because Alshon dropped that pass. But other than that, this team shows up. And a lot of people are saying, oh, it's just Foles. It's just Foles. But we've seen similar magic here in this last run of uh, four games. Since the, the switch magic got flipped. Against who? Again, game winning touchdowns against the Giants. You game winning the touchdowns Giants twice in the. Come on. Against the Redskins. A great win against the Cowboys. A great yeah, road yeah. win against the Giants. I get it. The Giants aren't a national football league team, but they're still <laughs> in the division. You're still winning road division games. That's not nothing. And especially for what they, the scraps they have on this offense. The, Alshon Jeffrey was a veteran that wasn't buying in. Nelson Aguilar was a veteran that wasn't buying in. They got rid of the snakes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Much like St. Patrick did in Ireland. Wentz came with his staff and, and shook all the snakes out of Ireland. We've got the snakes are gone. It's just guys that want to win, guys that are hungry, guys that are willing to listen to Carson Wentz yep. being their leader. Yep. How do you not see that? And Seattle's offensive line just sucks. So Wayne Brown, left tackle. Is he, if he's going to play, he's not healthy. Let's talk the about public is pounding Seattle. Right? Well, I, I agree with that. That part scares me a little bit. People like Danger Russ. I get that. He's awesome. The Eagles are 5 0 against the spread as underdogs in the playoffs over the last couple of years. I, I get it. Uh, Doug Peterson has never not covered a spread. In the playoffs, there's that 14 and two trend we discussed earlier about two and a half uh, underdogs of two and a half or less or 14 and two against the spread since 2000. Hey, right, let's just look at the let's, let's just talk about the offensive line for the Eagles. Like you okay. mentioned, the, are, are we worried? Yeah, I think here's what's gonna happen. Though. I do think Lane Johnson will play. Oh, I think Lane Johnson. I think he, got, he got a shipment then. The shipment came in from Mexico. He's back. He's on the bench. <laughs> it was a high ankle sprain. I think he was waiting as long as he can, but I think he's gonna play. Dude, offensive line with a high ankle sprain. Uh, maybe, man, maybe Davian Clowney's lined up across from him. That's trouble. And certainly that's why I like the under. I think it is gonna be tough to get points in this game. But I think ultimately it's gonna be a couple stops by the Eagles defense and a couple Dallas Goddard catches, a couple Greg Ward catches, um, a couple screen plays that they bust open. They really got the screen game going again post Alshon, and I think that's been huge. Another thing, the injuries on this team have made them stronger. Oh, Every oh. time a guy's got injured, someone come in and played better. You can't ignore that trend. Again, the other thing that really was uh, a difference the last time they played was the Eagles turned the ball over five times yep. at home. Yep. Okay, so yeah, they turned the ball over five times. They're gonna lose the game. But on this run that they've been having, Wentz has done a very good job protecting the ball, not turning it over. He hasn't thrown an interception on non Hail Mary since November 24. <laughs> nice, nice caveat. Well, I mean, if you want to count the one he threw at the end of the game, sure. Uh, he's had issues with fumbling, but he hasn't. He hasn't lost a fumble lately. And I think again, they got six sacks on Russell Wilson last time they played. And I think you could see a similar thing this time. And again, that's why I think the scoring's gonna be low. Wentz is scrambling more than he was against Seattle. He looks much more comfortable throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball, but more accurately. You, you criticize him when he was throwing the ball poorly, and I agree, he needed to play better. And now he's playing better. We're seeing why this guy was the number two pick overall, and we're enjoying it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think everything you said is completely fine to say. You're just, you do have to look at the fact that they played the Giants twice and the Redskins once in that stretch. Carson Wentz, only quarterback to throw a TD in every game this year. Second lowest inter interception percentage of QBs this year. Fourth highest TD to interception ratio. All that coming to 17 different receiving targets. Five are from the practice squad, four on IR, three not with the team anymore. They are just finding ways to win. It doesn't matter, Ryan. Jake Elliott's back to hitting 50 yard field goals. Come in. And, and the road favorites, it's all coming together. I, I just, I hate to see you lose money as a friend, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a coworker here in the SGPN network. I hate to see you lose money. I hate to see it. I hate to see the fans lose money. So just take the Eagles. Plus two and a half. Or actually, plus 115 on the money line. Ryan, is this correct that the Eagles are three point favorites in the first half? Or did you? Because I'm looking at the. Uh, I, I believe I typed that in wrong, Sean. But Seattle's a three point favorite in the first half, and then minus two and a half for the. I, I must game? have wrote that down wrong. Yeah. I'll that check it right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm investigating right now as we speak. Okay. It's doable. a half. I apologize. It's okay. And it's Seattle's favorite then, right? By a half. I really screwed. I don't know what I wrote down. Yeah, you must. I think you copy and pasted. The I was, I was, uh, I was uh, a sewing up. Well, while you're uh, discussing soy there and and fixing the first half line, I'll throw out a couple of props. I like. Give me Dallas Goddard over 50 receiving yards. That's about even money. And again, I think this goes under in a big way. I like even an adjusted under under oh, 29 wow. and a half plus 900. So. uh I would I would tease this up as they say. I mean, Eagles plus eight and a half under fifty two. 
that seems like a good tease to me. But I, I don't I, like I, I don't like doing same game in game teases, and I don't think the Eagles will need the eight and a half points. Just throwing that out there to to non-believers. Well, I think if you are, I mean, it is a pretty appealing tease slate the whole weekend because Buffalo and Philly teased up to eight and a half. Yeah. It's nice. New Orleans teased down to two and a half. It's nice. So you have you have some long opportunities. Uh, for me, long cox, long cox. For me, I'm looking at. Uh, do, you, do you have a number on Russell Wilson passing touchdowns? I can. Uh, I can probably figure something out. I'm sure you can. I, I found a couple numbers that they were messing with you. So I did find a, a, a passing prop of two where the over was minus 110, 120, something like that. Uh, I that's one. I, I would take the over on Russell Wilson touchdown passes. I would also take the over on. And, and this is where you just have to you just have to take a gamble. But I think one of the running backs is going to be successful. They're going to dangle a Jordan Howard prop. Mm. And I, you can tell me I'm an idiot. He's not going to touch the ball. But doesn't this feel a bit like they're doing some of that sorcery? Whatever, you know, like they know the way to attack the Seattle team is to pound the rock with a physical runner. Jordan Howard is the only physical runner they have. Well, I'm kind of Boston Scott. He's a, he's does, like does, a, does Howard have a prop of like twenty something yards for rushing yards? If so, yes, take the over. Yeah, it, there's a lot of questions, and we're taping this a Thursday morning-ish West Coast time. There's a lot to be said still for some of these late-breaking injury stuff that really can sway things. Jordan Howard first touchdown scored plus fourteen hundred. I'm saying so. Uh, that could be interesting, Ryan. I'm sure we'll, we'll throw out some first touchdown stuff uh, as it gets closer. And uh, you're probably going to say I'm insane. Oh, yeah, Recently <laughs> signed Elijah Holyfield, son of the great. Uh, I'm glad you saw this. He is he is hundred to one. Uh, to score the first touchdown. Oh, Evander Holyfield, longtime uh, great boxer. Elijah Holyfield signed by the Eagles. And if we've seen one thing from the Eagles team is the random guy they signed that week has a huge game. So look out for Elijah Holyfield. Throw in your GPP uh, DFS line just for fun. DK, DK Metcalf is first touchdown. That would be my pick there. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about touchdown markets, Ertz is out, right? Uh, he's Ertz, not like he's not he's not a man a real man like his wife. No, Ertz wants to play. Um, I think it's just they won't. He's not been cleared for contact yet. He wanted to play through it earlier, but they're just not clearing him for contact. So I mean, what's the guy to do? What's the guy to do? Um, what you need some props for me, Sean? Yeah, I mean, what are your what are your two props you want to leave? Carson Wentz anytime touchdown score plus. This price is crazy, Sean. Plus 850. Anytime rushing touchdown? Yeah. Okay. He enters the end zone. Yeah. I'll throw you that one. I'll also throw you. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. And so you're obviously on the over 46. I am on the over 46. I like Russell Wilson to go over two. Whatever his passing touchdowns prop is, I like the over. Assuming it's not two and a half. Uh, it's not going to be two and a half. Did you find one? No, I haven't seen it yet, yeah, but exactly. I, it'll probably be. Did they set it at one and a half? Yeah. I mean, I'm shocked that you're thinking it's such an over game. I'm just looking back at the last game, and I don't know. I, I just think this is a big under game. You know, I think one of the things that's steering me towards the over is the simple question of why is this 46? They played each other. We saw what the score was. And I think it's simply because I think the ball's going to be able to fly. I, I don't think we're going to have one of those horrible weather games where the, the, the offenses struggle. And I think specifically, both teams have a glaring advantage on offense against the other team's defense. So, yeah, I would, I would bet on points in this game. Perhaps I'm wrong, and perhaps both teams roll out the game plan that is just slow the ball, run the clock, but I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Lockdog tease, Ryan. Lockdog tease, Ryan. <laughs> Presented by mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP to play winning and get paid. And hey, speaking of this weekend, if you're in the San Diego area, Bay Bridge Brewing, Friday night, 8 o'clock. Uh, and I'll also be at Twigs Coffee House Saturday, eight o'clock as well. So in the San Diego area, come out, say hi. I'll buy you a beer. Hashtag DGens only. Sean will buy you a beer. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans, they're being disrespected. This this number should be three. I think we. I don't think I got to say that during the preview. Why is this not three? I don't know. Take the Texans for my dog. Just let, let's do it. Why the fuck not? Give me the Tennessee Titans plus one ninety. The buzzsaw. Tighten up, baby. And for my tees, give me New Orleans minus two and a half. Yeah. Give me. See. Here's the thing. I actually, I don't actually think, I don't know if uh, Buffalo can get blown out in this game, but I'm going to tease the under. So let's go to under, let's tease that up to under 50. Okay. And then the last one, uh, we both kind of agree. This game's going over new Orleans, Minnesota. Let's tease that to over 43 and a half. Wow. Right. I went two totals in the tease. You like that? Scary. All right. For my lock, give me new Orleans minus eight and a half for my dog. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles, which I'd like to make as my lock, but I don't want to imply that they are going to need your two and a half shitty points. For my uh, tees, give me the Bills up to eight and a half. New Orleans down to two and a half, and under fifty-two in the Eagles-Seattle game. So fun little uh, tease there. Nice work, Sean. And uh, Sunday morning we'll be doing the early uh, Periscope, nine a.m. Pacific. Stay tuned to that. Again, give us some freaking iTunes reviews. Yeah, please. It's a new year. Your New Year's resolution should be: don't be a freeloader. Help us out. Write a review. It takes two seconds. We're giving you all this free picks, posts, and content. 
for the sports gambling podcast. I am Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan. And after you re- you leave those reviews, you should enjoy some plant-based protein Kramer. Let it ride.